movies like this that really make me appreciate other movies. <laughs> it, Ooh, like, we're getting salty, uh, Michael, this week. We're get we're we're starting with salt, and we're gonna dial it up. <laughs> um, it's like. You don't really take a good action movie for granted because we kind of view them as like this, like a lower form of entertainment. Like, yeah, it's good, but it's an action movie, right? You don't really think too much about it. But then you go back and you watch John Wick and -hmm. it's like, it actually has, it sets up a rooting interest very effectively, right? The action scenes are amazingly well shot. Um, The... I don't, there's all kinds of little details in the movie that make it really good. And then you just need to be reminded of what those are when they're not present. See, and my <laughs> mind, when you say stuff like that, my mind automatically goes to the Christmas movie that is not a Christmas movie, but good old Die Hard. Oh, I, I, I actually haven't seen that movie in its entirety. <laughs> Maybe you guys can hear. See, that. maybe not. At, at this point, when I think action movie, I'm gonna be honest. I think Fast and Furious. <laughs> I don't know how that became an action. Like those became that's action movies. That's your answer movies. to everything, though. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, it, but that's well. Okay, I actually haven't seen too many of the Fast and Furious movies, but I think they're kind of they don't fit the same vein because they're intentionally dumb. Like they don't take themselves hmm. seriously. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but this movie did. John Wick did. A variety of others. We saw Extraction. Sort of action movies do. Yeah, and as well. Too. Extraction was just an hour and a half of Chris Hemsworth's biceps. Let's just face that. <laughs> like, that was the draw. And that's that. So, uh, yeah. It, it Sometimes you gotta suffer a little to remind you of the good times is what I'm getting at. <laughs> Jeez. I, that's all I got. Yeah. I, I don't I don't have any kind of transition. I'm searching we, for one, but I just can't. I, I was just going to say, the name of the they, movie made, watching. Yeah, has, they made uh, this Michael's movie with without remorse. Uh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> they, they I, th- I thought the title of this movie was No Remorse for the longest. I kept looking it up trying to find <laughs> so it. I, I just <laughs> thought it was No Regret or Without Regret. So I was going to say, the, the creators of this movie, they, they did it without remorse. They just did it. And cut to the show. Yeah. Welcome to Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. <laughs> Michael of Actionoff. And Pam Henshark. I was going to say, there's no Uchi there's to no count this and week. He, like, he just, it throws off the whole cadence, right? Yeah. Oh, dang. See, it's... now you know how I feel when you're not recording. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know who the, who's supposed to go next. Um, yeah. No. Anyways. Yes. This We're just going to jump into it this week, to be honest. Uh, on This is our 70th episode. So we hit the big seven zero. I don't know if that's what do old people do anything on their seventieth birthdays? Is, no, is I a... think it's usually seventy fifth. <laughs> they're alive. <laughs> I mean, this year they're probably getting the COVID vaccine on their birthday, but is there, there's no like celebration of like being seventy or eighty or something like? Isn't there like a no? Like, it's like, 70, like 80, really 90. celebrate though? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess you're you're closer to the end. Um, but yeah, no. Um, on this episode, we are reviewing Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Um, it is a 2021 American action thriller. Uh, loosely based off of the 1993 novel of the same name by Tom Clancy. It is directed by Stefano Solima and written by Taylor Sheridan and Will Staples. Um, it stars Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Bell, Jodie Turner-Smith, Luke Mitchell, Jack Kesey, Rhett Gelman, and Lauren London, amongst many others. Uh, also Guy Pearce, too. Um, the plot follows John Kelly, a U.S. Navy SEAL who sets out on a path of revenge after his pregnant wife and unit members are killed by Russian hitmen. Um, so that's what kind of kicks off this story. Um, the phone, sorry, the film has been in development since the novel was published in 1993. So they've been sitting on making a film off of the novel. So this movie, or this this movie, has been in development for as many years as I, as I have been alive. Probably. And uh, this is the quality that they gave us. <laughs> um, it they actually discussed. Uh, or rather, they approached multiple people for the role of John Kelly. So they did they did approach Keanu Reeves. So that I was getting to Michael. They also approached Tom Hardy. Um, over the I guess amount of years, they're trying to look for someone who was uh, a best fit for it. Until eventually, uh, they it wasn't well. It was in development hell at that point. So eventually, they were like Michael B. Jordan can do it too, and then they got him to do it. Uh, mostly because he was you a fan know, I, I, of the books and video games and stuff. So they're like, hey, we might as well I have like someone Michael who likes B. it. I Jordan in this, this role, but I mean, when you said Tom Hardy, I could equally see him in this role, mm -hmm. especially after, like, his Mad Max and, like, Bane. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like a... Like, I could honestly just see any generic action movie star, like, playing John Kelly. Like, because it's a very generic story, I find, but... It is. <laughs> so I'm like, I literally... It's, at the same time... Go on. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, like, literally even, like, Bruce Willis could probably do it and it'll be believable. I was going to say, just bring all Bruce in. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but yes, Michael. I honestly don't make it don't dark, think... a diehard like Ken. I, I don't think this role fit Michael B. Jordan at all. It just didn't work for me. Hmm. It was too... Or something, like... <laughs> it's... The... Like, I did not enjoy Creed 2. I think I made that pretty clear. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a bad movie, I just didn't enjoy it. But it did suit, like, Michael B. Jordan's sort of style, so mm -hmm. to speak. Like, the char the character he commonly puts forward. Right. This movie did not suit him. He did not strike me as, like, a American crack seal squad member or whatever the mm -hmm. heck he was supposed to be. So. That's why you like, were seeing just, more of the work. actor than the actual character, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He was B, he was Michael B. Jordan. He wasn't John Kelly. Yes. And <laughs> you know, and I think there's I don't want to say like I liked him in this role and I don't want to say he was wrong for the role, but I could feel there's a lot of I don't want to say better actors, but other actors who could do a better job at portraying the character. Yeah. I mean, the story didn't do the to, character yeah. any justice either. We need to remember that as well. No. <laughs> There's also yeah. that well, first It was a generic a Navy yeah. SEAL. There was nothing, none of the characters were really fleshed out. Mm -hmm. It was just um, shoot him up, 
kind of uh, Russia and U.S. are trying to start a war, and so that's it. I texted Uchi saying, you didn't miss much, because he wasn't going to record, right? Right. And I said, you didn't miss much. This movie is predictable. And he he basically said, oh, let me guess, and then he proceeded to lay out the whole plot of the movie. <laughs> Well, it's right. literally, like I said already, it's literally it's, like a Call oh, of Duty campaign. It's so predictable. He's going to try to stop a guy who's starting a war, but in fact, it's not him, but the guy at home that's bad, and yeah. he kills him. But it's only one guy that's bad. It's not everything. So <laughs> so my my parents are visiting right now, and my dad and I watched this actually together last night. Right. And he his response, his, my dad's review on it was, it's uh, a black Jason Bourne. Yeah. It's well, not... But it's, it's, it's generic. It's, it's just so even. generic. <laughs> it's it's less interesting than Jason Bourne. It's like if you took all the interesting parts of Shooter and factored those out. <laughs> it was because I like this is where I come in because I'm like the set pieces were pretty good. Like there were like the the plane seat. I mean, it was stu- It was still kind of dumb, but it was entertaining to watch. Like the whole like sucking up trapped air in a plane that was kind of getting submerged into water if also that was definitely not an ocean because if that was an ocean that it, an o- oceans aren't that calm he'd be dead yeah he wasn't like yeah so so he was probably it just and it, they're cold <laughs> exactly that struck me more like a lake maybe not an ocean um yeah but either way you know ignoring that aspect it was still it still kind of had some elements of like oh this is an action movie um him like you know killing people in the beginning and like just coming out of the water like a navy seal right that was kind of cool um and then we get to I like did the, enjoy the opening sequence yeah and then we get to like the end where he's, he's shooting at russian spetsnaz down the stairs and all of these guys were missing like it was just it was so dumb like was, but it's also help. Yeah. <laughs> they all missed you know what that made me think of the shooting and missing it made me think of that stormtrooper joke. Yeah, but this is like where it's like stormtroopers could just shoot and shoot and shoot, but they wouldn't hit anything. Yeah, it couldn't even hit the target. But I'm like, these are trained special ops and like Navy SEALs. Like, yes, I could see in some instances <laughs> being that bad. Like, but they're they're like mm-hmm. trained to be these battle hardened, like never miss a shot, and, and right. you're Super being soldiers. a stormtrooper well, from my, Star Wars. My cousin and I, we talked about even just right before recording this, we talked about this movie in that front where he even he well he has a problem just with action movies in general now. It's mostly Hollywood action movies because this isn't just a you know this isn't just a this movie problem. This is almost all Hollywood movies where I guess it, it's almost becoming stale that. Whenever there's a like there's a main character and there's gunplay involved, like the the henchmen always miss. <laughs> like it's just it's yeah. it's got to a point now where it's like, okay, we've seen this too many times, you need to change it up somehow. The thing with Hollywood, it seems like it's always like like what you've just said, or it's always ex military, ex Navy SEAL. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And exactly. there's no tension is what it boils down to, right? Mm-hmm. Is if they're firing lethal rounds at your hero, you know that the hero isn't going to eat it because the main like, character, and then, then story ends, <laughs> yeah. right? So, and like, you, what, no... what is it that well, you say there's... there is no redemption if the main character eats it early yeah, on in the movie? Yeah, but there's a way to no. make gunplay feel more, um, I guess, more, more. There's a way to have. There's a there's a way you can write it to make gunplay have more impact. You know what I mean? Like it's. 
it's more like you can still write a story and have that kind of suffocation feel where the main character knows oh if i get hit by just even one straight bullet then like that's it for me and then build tension around that but so that wasn't the case that here. brings up the beginning of the movie where the, his wife gets killed and this mm-hmm. is me looking at it from like a medical standpoint <laughs> and like how realistic his likelihood of survival is i was like okay he got shot three times in the gut mm-hmm. once in the lo- lower left shoulder which the way it shot automatically blood probably would have pulled into his lungs and he would mm-hmm. not have been able to drag himself down the hall and he got shot through the other side of other shoulder like two shoulders and three belly wounds like Damn, like they, i know they really said that he tough. wasn't yeah i was gonna say like <laughs> i get it they said he's in critical condition he, he would be like i there's like a five percent chance of survival maybe like if that like those are all basic well that's again that's that's still hollywood i mean you this is again we're talking about extraction where the other dude survived the shot to the head so yeah like (laughs) but you know what i it's actually more likely to survive a gunshot to the head than it is like your abdomen i believe it's the way it enters the brain. If it doesn't hit a certain point in your brain, or if it exits a certain way, you can survive it. Well, you you'd still I should be... say likelihood is more surviving. Some, I should say it's more survivable if you get shot in the head. I'd say they're probably equal survivability if you get shot in the head or in the gut. Yeah, because he got I shot in the head and like he was fine afterwards. Okay. He was just standing there. Um, but, you I know, don't want to so... engage with that because yeah. you probably know something I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess where I was going with this is I'm okay with forgiving action movies for the heroes being like superhuman tough, right? That just kind of comes with the territory. It's it's a thing we expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess where my problems with this movie came from is it just didn't do anything to get me invested whatsoever. Right? Oh, definitely. So it's like. The moment you see his wife, it's like, oh, okay, she's gonna die. I didn't even watch the trailer, and <laughs> she's I immediately gonna die. Right? It's, okay. That that's what is gonna be his motivator. Yeah. Um, and okay, maybe the sequence where the bad the baddies are offing people, and he's talking with his wife can ramp up a little bit of tension. But it's again, it's one of those things where it's inevitable, so it doesn't act. You don't think that she has a chance to survive mm-hmm. because it's one of the tropes of these action movies. Right. So right there, there's no tension. You're not invested. Was his right? wife um, ex-military as problem, well? Do you guys remember? I don't. I don't think so. Okay. No, I think she was just a civilian. Okay. I think, and the next issue uh, that I had is that the action scenes weren't very good. Like you could talk, say what you want about the plane and the underwater sequence. Underwater sequences always give me anxiety. Just saying. Um, (laughs) Do you have a fear of drowning, Michael? No, I just feel the urge to hold my breath for every second that they are. (laughs) Um, I do that sometimes. That's fair. So yeah. That that's a thing, um, but yeah, it's like none of the other action sequences, except maybe the part where they're hiding from the sniper, mm-hmm. is fun. Everything else is just okay. I guess it's just not interesting, right? There's right. nothing new happening. There's no sense of tension because we know that they're either a going to completely survive, or b they're expendable grunts that don't care that are only barely fleshed out enough so they can mm-hmm. die on screen, right? <laughs> so either way, you don't care because you know they're either going to survive or they're expendable. And, right. Uh, nothing about that was interesting. See, this this is so, where like, and then you know where the plot is going. <laughs> this so is that's where... even the worst part. This it's is like, this... okay. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Sorry. Go, go ahead. I'm cutting you off. I was gonna say. You know. You know that it's either gonna be the CIA guy. It's gonna be like the vice secretary or whatever he was. Mm-hmm. It's get, okay. It's either gonna be the spook, the politician, or his commander. Yeah. One of those three was gonna be the baddie, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just again, it's a trope of the genre to the point where it's not interesting, mm-hmm. right? Because. I, I'm okay with tropes when they're used to sort of like set up the story, but when the big twist is that the vice secretary, whatchamacallum, is like trying to make a war and that's because it's good for the economy, I'm like, well the, the, okay, we haven't we haven't seen that before. The issue with it too is that's the that's the also the big twist in the book. But the book was made in 1993 when it's like, oh, the big twist when is... When it was new. Exactly. So, yeah. so now no, it's not as new. Was it the 90s? Yeah, 1993. I probably have the dates wrong, but the 90s were still kind of that post-Cold War, Russia's yeah. the bad guy, early 90s vibe, mm-hmm. right? Still yeah. going on. So and also, correct, corrections corner so... to what I just said um, about the gunshot thing. Um, so, uh, abdomen out of, this is from a study, um, two out of 20 people survived an, a gunshot wound to the stomach, where only one out of 20 survived a gunshot wound to the head. So, equivalent survival, eh, very similar. So, that's my correction. <laughs> the the odds to that. are low. <laughs> the odds are low, and it depends if there's an exit wound or not, and yeah. I will leave that at that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not um, experts. Yeah, so that that's that's the thing. I know. Um, what I was gonna get at is where again this played out, just like a very generic whatever. Because you might as well just put name tags of Private Green and Private Brown for those other supporting characters, yeah. and it wouldn't well, make like it. What he said. It's like what he said at the end of the movie. John Clark, the CIA, is really that creative. Yeah, it's like yeah, it goes from John Kelly to John Clark, and it's like okay. Um, but again, sure. <laughs> these are things that happen in the book. It just it just doesn't translate well into movie format for some reason. Apparently, I don't know. they changed a lot from the book to the movie. Did I didn't they? actually okay. read much online, but on Reddit, they were like, "This is a slap in the face to the people who read the book because it's almost completely different, right?" Okay. Huh. So it, it sounds like maybe it shares some of the same plot beats, but right. everything else surrounding it is different. Just. Which is, like, honestly, if the plot beats are generic, but the action's good, the characters are engaging, like, they don't need to be compelling. Like, just mm-hmm. make them funny. Just something, right? Yeah. Something to give them personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with, with Michael B's, uh, Michael B. Jordan's acting in this kind of situation, you... He, he plays a very, like like tough guy brutish type character that you almost for for it to be successful you almost need a you need i mean he did that in creed as well it's like you almost need like a he he needs to work with a comic relief type character to make it i don't know like i know he did it in creed but i feel like it didn't work as well here as it did in creed like yeah. Or like what he did in Black yeah, Panther, I, I for know. instance, as well, where he, he was yeah. literally that same type of character, except we had the comic relief of like, you know, some of the other, like Marvel does that well, where they have comic relief from like mm. all the smaller side characters, like the sister and stuff like that, the kind of 
Yeah. Uh, or even like the mom when he's like, I'm the true king and the mom's like, for you know, for, like from where, you know, type of thing. So it's, but I feel like with, whenever you have a Michael B. Jordan-esque character, like a character played by him, you almost need like a, uh, Uchi's going to hate me for saying this, but you almost need like a Kevin Hart or like a, yeah. I don't know. You almost I'll need like, the bounce off of yeah, it. exactly. That's when he, his character, because he plays, he's always going to play the straight guy. He's He's like... He's like a not funny Will yeah. Smith. Like he's always going to be that straight character. <laughs> funny Will Smith. Yeah, he, he he's always you know going to play that straight character. Been... You need a, you need someone to be that comic relief. You know who would have been fantastic in this role as uh, John Kelly, The Rock. The, I feel like it would have been even dumber. No, it would have been dumber. Because the Rock. Is, <laughs> I think it would have like, been even dumber. A but... certain level of self-aware when it comes to these action movies. Yeah. This movie needed to take was trying to take itself really seriously, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and like I don't know, maybe it's just I could like visually I think he might suit the role a little bit more. Honestly, it shouldn't have been Michael B. Jordan. It should have been some C-list white guy from Middle America. That was but then the, the right? movie would, would not have, have made a lot of money. Party. That's the problem. Yeah. No, exactly. It but wouldn't have made it half it. as much money. They needed the star power to yeah. draw yeah. the viewers in. <laughs> that's, the, that's the situation. So I'm like, if you yeah, are going to go all. with Michael B. Jordan, then get someone to bounce off that comedy. Yeah. That's, I don't the know. The script was written with Joe Blow from the middle of nowhere. <laughs> who's villain mind so, right in- <laughs> yeah no, you want to know. know who who would have who would the only other people like you want to say a uh, white guy from whoseville uh what's his name from outpost um any of those guys if those guys were convincing. Convincing. yeah but if they right. were in, if they were in this like it would it would have just been like straight to apple tv well. or something like we it wouldn't have be thought about it yeah <laughs> it wouldn't that's be. just my point is the movie is still garbage but we yeah. watched it because there was an a-list actor in exactly it, right? <laughs> so. yes and it was new and we're trying to keep up with the like new up-and-coming movies right Supposedly. I, I don't know it, oh. it was yeah, I, I guess that kind of makes sense. Because even if you added, like, e- let's just say we put Keanu Reeves in this instead, the story is still the problem. Like, you know, I like guess it's just yeah, it's definitely it's still but, the okay. problem. But I want to put a little addendum on this though, because what Keanu Reeves brings to the table that Michael B. Jordan doesn't, in my mind, is like a really excuse me. He brings He's John Wick. Ten- he brings an intensity to the role that I don't think other people do. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what mm-hmm. it is. But it's like when Keanu Reeves is on screen, it's like you're just looking at him going, okay, this guy is mad and he's going to do something nuts. Like he's almost unstable in in his character, despite being so wooden. Mm -hmm. Whereas Michael B. Jordan just kind of looks like a jock. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) You want to say Keanu Reeves has that psychopath look to him when he plays certain roles, but that's exactly what it is. At that point, you might as well just make Ryan Gosling that character then. Like, I feel like... Okay, yeah. but Ryan Gosling would have been worse. It would have been worse. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but no. That I'm sorry, work. but like, no. I actually... That was on. That was a talking point, Sam. Right. I was going to say, like, Michael B. Jordan is not suited to this role in the way that Ryan Gosling wasn't suited to the role in Drive. Oh, right? my goodness. Thank you. Oh, my that God. I was thinking. I am so glad oh I am not my the only God. one with this brainwave this evening. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> not good. Michael, okay, Michael just alienated lie. us from the cult following again. <laughs> I, I fully care. support this alienation. Um, so I watched Shaft the night before I watched this. I remember more of Shaft, and I was only paying attention to Shaft probably 50% of the time I was watching it. Is it, it. The, first, the first one? No, 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 the remake, the like oh. the one that just came out. Well, again, I remember more the, of that the difference than I do is of this movie. The writing for Shaft is like it's different from like this is this very. Is I feel like this this was not written, and which we can clearly see because they went to Keanu Reeves and Tom Hardy first. This was not written yeah. with Michael B. Jordan in mind. It was not written with him in mind at all. You know, like he just happened to be. Yeah the one available and the person who's like hey i like the books i like the i like the games yeah sure i'll do it and then he did it right um i don't know if having keanu reeves in this would have made it it wouldn't have because he doesn't fit the the stereotype that Mm -hmm. they were going for right like i'm thinking of who is it that plays the guy in shooter is it mark Wahlberg? i think so so. like he would have yeah you needed a generic white male to play this or or that is the archetype i i even then, I think Bruce Willis has the same energy as The Rock, too, where there's a little comedic. bit of little bit of irony in the action. Right? <laughs> is this movie was trying to play it straight, and it sure as hell didn't. Or like, it like, did, but... could you imagine if they put someone like I like Jamie Fox to do this instead, or whatever? It, I feel like it would still be the same thing, where like it's just the story is yeah. just innately bad that you just you can't think up someone yeah, who there, would. There's not really an actor that can save it. Exactly. This movie is just. Uh, I like how we didn't do final th- or initial thoughts. We just dog. <laughs> we just jumped well, right in. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, it's just it like it it is what it is with this movie, right? Like, and I know there's they no, there's no he, they're gonna make more of it because they he signed on for three what? movies, so there's oh, gonna be no. at least two more. Um, Right, because they want to make oh, like a no. rainbow, rainbow, a rainbow six, movie, yeah, series, yeah, yeah. Which in the rainbow works. six, they're probably going to add more, like they're going to tack on more actors. Hope like they're hoping. To Which anyways. means they're going to add a character modeled after Michael B. Jordan to the Rainbow Six game. Pro- cool. Yeah, probably. So it, again, it's a it, this is a money thing, like def- definitely yeah. a money. It's a money. It's always a thing. money thing. Yeah. Why do you think we have bad trilogies? <laughs> I mean, look at what happened to Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's definitely a that's money a thing. different problem, though. That was a lack of freedom. <laughs> I was gonna say that's direction. Disney. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To be, I think of I all know, of his I movies, this one is probably the most like, probably like, con. Actually, no, the most controversial was the Fantastic Four. Never mind. That was the most controversial one he's done. Um, right. <laughs> the you remember the Fast and Furious with Michael B. Jordan and uh, was it Jessica Alba who was who was. Who, was Michael B. Jordan in Fantastic Four? Yeah, there was a there was a Fantastic Four in twenty fifteen that didn't do well, like at all. It, oh, like, I, I know sucked. about that. Yeah, the it was Fan Four stick, right? Yeah, it was Michael B. Jordan, yeah. um, will... Miles Teller, uh, Jamie Bell. So like uh, a a bunch of these guys were like from things like Divergent, like Hunger Games. Yeah, like, those those guys. So mm. yeah, it was. But this was when he was so like. Younger, I'm just looking so. here. So. I'm just looking here on Google, and there's been a lot of like Tom Clancy movies, made, books made into movies, right? Mm-hmm. And I will say, and for not having seen, I would say 90%, okay, 70% of the movies that have been made 
I would say this one is low man on the totem pole. Like, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, and Hunt for the Red October beat this out a hundred times. I mean, Tom Clancy's a best-selling author. He evidently knows what he's doing when it comes to crafting a story. I haven't read his books personally, Mm -hmm. but he's got a hell of a following, so he must be doing something right. Yep. But this movie was all the interesting parts of every single military revenge flick factored out right it's my biggest i think my biggest gripe with this movie is the fact it was so slow and even the like action scenes scenes seemed slow like thank god it was only an hour and 39 minutes i think it was an hour because... and 49 minutes. What are you on? It was like, oh, no, it was even long. It was almost two hours. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was Let me look this up. Thank God it was only as long as it was because I don't think I could have handled anymore because it wasn't like, it was like a little bit of action. Slow, 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 slow. A little bit of action. A little bit more of action. too much plot yes. to action ratio, especially for such a bad plot. the characters were not flushed out enough At all. for there to be no. that much plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that it, yeah, all around. Like I said, the story was definitely not a helping factor in this. I feel like the what's your defining character traits, sir? I like my wife, (laughs) and I'm a Navy SEAL. That's it. That's it. But again, we're acting like this isn't a typical like motivation for a lot of the other Hollywood ones. Like I was gonna say, what was that? Um, oh, not Top Gun. Lethal Weapon. Wasn't that the motivation? The wife got killed? Yeah. John Wick was because his dog got killed. Yeah, okay, but here's what John Wick does differently. First of all, it uh, shows Keanu him Keanu Reeves plays him and shows off his psychopathic tendencies in <laughs> acting roles. That's part of it. But then you have this sequence where his house gets... Like, he gets the shit kicked out of him, right? It's, it, it's actually a really rough scene to watch. Mm-hmm. It's visceral. The guy is like... It's per, it's almost personal how bad right. it is, right? But then, and whoever, but uh, whoever Theon Greyjoy, the actor is, that guy played at super. He was mm-hmm. like, he was so hateable that it's like, okay, now we got someone we want to die, right? And then it kind of fades out for a bit, and you get this awesome scene where the mob boss is like threatening his son and saying like, "You've made a mistake that's going mm-hmm. to get you killed." It's like this amazing scene, right? And in this movie, it's oh, hey, he's a Navy SEAL. He's a badass. Right? <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's I, exactly, like I'm agreeing with you. It's a good contrast between yeah. the two. But I'm, that's where, like, first of all, it's the writing, it's and second of all, it's the, exactly, I was going to say the directing, yep. the, the way the shots were chosen. It's just like, I feel like this goes beyond just like Michael B. Jordan not being a good fit for the role. We oh, have to no, look no, at no. like it the... Has nothing to do, it has nothing to do with Michael B. Jordan. Like, I'm merely saying I don't think he fits the role particularly well, mm-hmm. but the much larger problem is the story. Yeah, right? it's it's the story is so bad. I expected a C tier list white dude from Whoseville, Middle America, <laughs> to play. <laughs> Not <laughs> that's why I'm saying this. Sad. I really hope that somewhere down the line there is a town called Whoseville in Middle America, and there's just going to be an actor that comes out of it, and he's like, yeah. "We're going to be." Michael predicted this. Um, but, my, you know, honestly, this movie wasn't terribly filmed. Like, the camera work wasn't fantastic or anything like that. But overall, it was, like, a pretty okay... 
Oh, I'm film job. I'm talking more from like just life. like director of action type from the viewpoint because like if you're if you're seeing like I, I'm trying to think of a good like you know like military action movie that kind of does something like this well none come to mind right now but uh, I'm sure action no no uh, no I was gonna say what was that one American Sniper or whatever um the the closest one I can think of right now is Salt that's the one with Angelina Jolie that's the closest to this kind of genre I can think of right now and even the action scenes in that were done way better because she kind of had that like Black Widow type like fighting style to it which was kind of cool like in this there wasn't any like okay so i know with action movies any no here's one uh lone survivor yeah that's another one too i know with with action movies specifically what have made action movies um prominent or just like iconic in the past was like you have a main character who obviously has like a like a good motivation for why he wants this revenge arc or whatever um and then you also have kind of certain lines or catchphrases that are executed and done well and like spoken at the right beats in the story that like like when you think about john wick you remember things like when they're like they call him the baba yaga you know or he killed someone with a pencil you're like oh we have to see that and then we see it um or like there's certain elements of this where like okay this is entertaining we never get that in this right because in the beginning you have one character be like oh he's not as smart as he's a badass and it's like oh okay uh, and then cool. to show yeah. us that he's quote unquote a dangerous man he gets himself wet like he gets water all over him so he can beat up a bunch of security guards in prison like that's that's the only thing we see that makes him look like he's tough to handle that's that's about it yeah. and like we get after that we get Russian spetsnats that miss every shot they take at him so it you didn't really feel that you had a like you just had a, a towering heroic character to work with and again, part of this, I, most of this, actually, I blame on whoever wrote the story for, or the script, rather, because we weren't, we weren't introduced to John Kelly as a, yeah, because we, we weren't introduced to John Kelly as a, like, Michael B. Jordan could still do it. Like, I, I feel like he could still do yeah, it. You could. just need, you just need a better script to work with, with him. That's the thing. <laughs> Like, and you need to build it with him in mind. Again, because one thing yeah. people forget is if you're like, going to... Uh, I don't know. You yeah, got to play ahead. to the actor's strengths, right? Because yeah, exactly. He he doesn't... If he's going to play his standard character that kind of seems to crop up in these movies, it doesn't really... Like, he his his... Let's call it his default character... Hmm isn't a military jock right yeah he's so, really good at being a villain gotta, we know that yeah you gotta, <laughs> you gotta tailor the, he's really yeah you gotta tailor the movie with that in mind mm-hmm. right so you can you can make him like a like a like a hateable double agent or something like because he's really good at playing that kind of like character that straddles the line between good and evil a bit you could kind of just don't know if you just right off the bat make him good and he's a hero then it's kind of like okay that's cool but we need to we need to now get motivation behind this, you know, which is where it doesn't. Yeah, I feel like it'd be cooler if they made someone else John Kelly, and then he was like the he was the Russian or the CIA dude who like came to kill the wife or something. Or like that. there was a decoy, and then we meet the real John Kelly later. I I don't know. Maybe like it it just would have been better if I think it would have been better if he was the CIA operative. 
that that blew himself up at Michael, the build, at the building. I don't know. Where's where's your hat with the let's write an action movie papers in it? Don't get me started. <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. Listen, I, I didn't just... identify enough common beats in this movie to break it down like exactly. that. But I could have. I just didn't do it. But I could have. <laughs> That's the we thing. Could have, well, okay, let's new go podcast over it. We could segment, have, let's rewrite the movie. <laughs> let's rewrite the movie, but randomize the elements. So we have the double agent politic or the bad politician. Got to mm-hmm. have the bad politician reveal. The CIA double agent. The characters something. Emotionally the characters blank. Yeah, characters blank getting killed, and then we have several papers that we can draw for blank. Right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, that's it. There's nothing else. There's like three plot elements. We no, also the mission goes wrong because yeah, we also don't even get to see, like even his like the the, the chief the his his uh I guess his superior the the I forget her name, but we also don't even get to see her like because I I, I expected yeah I expected some like element of like I, I expected some kind of Morpheus type vibe. I don't know if you guys have seen the Matrix. But, you know, if, like, Michael B. Jordan yes. is Neo, then, like, I expect her to be, like, a Morpheus-type character where she's, like, she's almost, like, a mentor to him, but also can hold her own. Like, like that's why he respects her. Because if you have a character like him, who's supposed to be, like, the most dangerous man, and he respects her, then obviously you're like, oh, so she's probably equal, if not better than he is in combat. You know what I mean? But we never even yeah. see that. because Which is why, like, no, it just and- it let me down so much. It's like, really? I want to talk about that scene on the plane where he's kind of, like, bugging her a little bit. That's all well and good. And, like, I get there's, like, camaraderie in, like, Navy SEALs and stuff like that. But, like, she is, like, they're way, way, way up superior. Well, I mean, that part... way up. I don't know if that would happen. That part I wouldn't nitpick because we still had Neo... I'm going like, to nitpick it. Listen, Neo it doing tried, praying mantis moves on... tried to on, characterize him. Yeah. Like, we still had Neo doing praying mantis moves on Morpheus. Like, I feel like that part is just kind of like... They're showing you how, you know, the main character and this, like, quote-unquote mentor character kind of have a bond, right? Like, that part I'm okay with. Yeah. It's just the execution of even establishing the mentor character as a mentor in the first place. Like, I, I have expected her to be the one to take out that sniper in, like, some cool way. But, like, she didn't do anything. Like, I, I don't know. That would have been a moment for her to shine. Um, another moment for her to have, to be to shine would be maybe if she had told him to go and then she was the one left behind and sort of survived the Spetsnaz ambush by herself. That would have been cool, too. And then he would have to be the one to... But, I mean, he's the hero, I guess, so he would have to I do say that. say what, Sam? You're breaking up real bad. Oh, oh my, my bad. Can you hear me now? Is it a little bit better? Nope. Nope. Not better? Nope. <laughs> okay, hold on. I will pause. Okay, so essentially what I was saying was we could have had her be the person to stay behind and go into that whole like russian like the russians can miss all their shots on her and if she survives that yeah. that would have been cooler because then you're solidifying her as like okay she's also a dangerous person right maybe even more dangerous than he is but then at the same time then you're neglecting his character of shining as the main character so it's hard which i say the problem is yeah. just the script in of itself <laughs> that's and that's where like the problem that is. stairway scene where they're just missing all the bullets is a perfect example because <laughs> 
that's a situation where he is cornered. He is screwed, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. the only way he gets out of that is the enemies are incompetent. So that right. doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Because your main character isn't cool. The enemies just suck. <laughs> so it's a free win that doesn't really feel valuable, right? Exactly. So instead of making the enemies suck, what you have to do is you actually have to be smart with your writing and make the character do something clever to beat them, mm -hmm. right? And you're the writer, so you can set all these parts up in advance and like orchestrate the puzzle pieces to fall into place perfectly. Right. But at the end of the day, the main character is going to have to quote unquote be smart about it to get mm -hmm. their get out of that situation. But instead, you just go, "Well, I guess the Betsnaz guy will like miss at point blank range." And then he throws a C four that doesn't even times. affect him as he throws it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, so doesn't even affect the guy who so threw it's it. It's not clever. <laughs> it's not clever, and the other thing this movie lacks is charisma, in mm. every sense. Well, yeah, creativity like, is zero. Isn't, yeah, the the characters are flat. They're stale. They're white bread, as I was saying. <laughs> white <Bucci>. bread. <laughs> um, um, they're not funny. They're not interesting. They're not deep. It's the story isn't clever. It's been retread over and over and over. The action scenes aren't particularly engaging. Mm -hmm. Like at best, they're fine. Yeah. At worst, they're stale and boring. So, not it's not. There's nothing redeeming about this movie. <laughs> All right. So I guess, I get yeah. I guess final reviews for this. Um, we can jump into that. So we, I guess. 70th episode, I'm going to explain it again. knives in. Yes. <laughs> we, ex we put in our reviews using a coordinate system. So north for good writing and south for bad writing. Um, and then in the sense oh two, we do an east for good cinematography and acting, all that other stuff. And the west if all of that was bad, pretty much. Um, and then everything else falls in the middle of this. I'll go first. And I'll just say I'm putting... I'm I'm putting this like just middle of the Atlantic. Like it's just the writing is really poor and then the acting is like just the, the the cinematography definitely needs work as well in my opinion because they could have done so much more editing wise to just make it more engaging. Um a lot of engaging elements to film come from just how the scenes are structured and shot. Uh and these a lot of wide shots in this film, which is interesting for a film that has a lot of gunfights and, you know, life or death situations. Because in life or death situations, you want that kind of claustrophobic feel, which yeah. we only get in the plane crash scene. That's the only time we get a claustrophobic feeling scene. Everything mm -hmm. else is just wide shots, wide shots, wide shots. You Even know, when I'm not going to lie. I just want to make a quick little thing that we didn't talk about is that like scene where he dives for the gear. Mm -hmm. I free dive a lot, and that stressed me out. Yeah, well, that's the thing, that right? That scene was the only thing that got me any sort of, like, reaction. Also, when he, at the end of it, when he drives himself and the corrupt politician into the river or whatever, it still didn't feel claustrophobic. It just, because, no, again, they, they had a wide shot of the swerve. The plane. Yeah, well, in that one, they had yeah. a wide shot of the, that's why it didn't feel claustrophobic, because we didn't get the swerve from in, we didn't get that that shot from inside of the car we just saw the car fall in from the outside if if that had been shot showing like maybe from the back seat or something showing them both kind of go in together so like as an audience you're going in 
with them in the car that would have been more impactful so that's like the, these are just simple things here and there that i you would kind of expect professionals to know but um who what what, what do i know we need I, to feel i don't know if you guys know the audio clip where it's like is this a stressful situation am i feeling stressed i'm stressed that's what we need to feel in a movie is yeah. that like kind of level of anxiety mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So that that's pretty much it. Like, I too many wide shots. If you're gonna go for something with tension, you need tight close-up shots. Uh, and th- that's just me going from a more like what I've just learned by just being a like just a, you someone know, who wants to make film one day. Um, but yeah, movie that did that kind of well was uh, I think it was The Outpost. We reviewed it. Where, yeah, where there a lot of tension the, type the valley close-up yeah. like shots. That, that was a good sort of. Mm-hmm. That that movie did tension really well mm-hmm. for some. I don't well, know because it exactly focused it... in like the tightness of between the buildings and the tents and in the yeah all that. And oh, then, yeah. I'm more and... thinking of like the openness and knowing there's a oh. threat there. There's like snipers like, not and stuff. Knowing where yeah, where it is. Right? Still, also similarly See, to that, I don't know if you guys had seen long... something like. I mean, Saving Private Ryan is a masterpiece when it comes to yes. that, but. Similar to that too, where it's like just there's nowhere to hide. You have that feed that again close up shots because they're first of all the scene is fury. Yeah, same thing with fury as well. So because you're having scenes of you know the docking party in this tiny little U boat, and then the U boat like latch opens up and it opens up to just like a German like machine gun. Like it's like where you're gonna run. So it's you feel that. I don't know. The other movie that does that really well, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, is the movie Sandcastle. And it's basically about the war in Iraq and, like, right after 9-11. And it's about, like, being in a tank or being in an armored vehicle, and a lot of it's shot inside an armored vehicle. And so, like, that adds an element of, like, claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's just the only thing I noticed. So, for me, this movie is... They could have done better. Um, if they get a better editing team or most of these editing team people for this one, maybe get better, hopefully, um, maybe the next three would be just okay or better. I don't know. Um, they can save it. They just need to not pull a DC and instead of leaning into their faults, maybe try to get better. That's, that's about it. Like I said, if you release an extended cut of this movie, if Disney came out. If Disney, if Disney or if Marvel came out with uh, or came back from Thor Dark World 2, anyone could come back from anything. So just make a better movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I'll say my quick little final thoughts. Uh, Sam mostly covered it off, everything. Um, so my little bit of final thoughts here is uh, there's room to improve, guys. Lots of room. You got a whole lots, football field. Lots of room. <laughs> yeah, I agree. This is like the script is really bad. Yeah, <laughs> the acting is fine for what they were given, and I'm no film student to understand cinematography, but nothing jumped out at me as particularly good or bad. Like it's not like there is a plethora about a there plethora of shaky cam, so that was nice. <laughs> yeah, extraction had a lot of that, which was unnecessary. Yeah. 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 That was a problem. This yeah. movie, at least, at least, that's the one this nice thing about those wide shots. Can. Those wide shots, at least you know what's happening. Right. <laughs> you can have close-up shots that aren't shaky. They don't have to be shaky. Ugh. 
Anyways, that's all I've got. <laughs> this movie's, don't watch this movie, people. It's not At least it didn't have time. Zack Snyder, you know, slow motion, like, every five seconds, so. He, uh, sniper fires, bullet ejects in slow motion. Yes. <laughs> Ten seconds later, it hits the ground. Sniper fires, bullet ejects in slow motion. I, I just want to say something. We're all ripping on shaky cam, and Mike's, your camera just shaking. I know. Getting I'm, shaky watching cam. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Well, I did that motion to like reload the rifle. I got this. A little bit of the slow modes. It might have improved it just a little bit. I I don't have at least been something to hate. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if that would have made it better. (laughs) That might have made it worse if they did that. That's just it. Is this movie was? I don't hate this movie. This movie was just aggressively unengaging in every sense. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what I say. Like I watched Shaft the night before, and I like didn't really pay attention, and I remember more of that movie than I did of this. Which is where I also say, granted, it was a novel first. But as far as video game adaptations into movies go, this one is okay <laughs> compared to the others. So that's where I was coming from with that as well. Because we have seen some horrible video game movies. Like, there's no way yeah. this is close to that. Like, compare, that's just it. you know, Mortal Kombat to this, like, alone oh, that we just it's did. it's noticeably better than Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, I would say it falls on the same level as the CGI Resident Evil movies. I, I don't know. Acting, acting wise, maybe yeah. no, because I feel like the acting here was better than the Resident Evil. Mia, Mila Jokovic oh, or whatever no, her no, name no, is, she no. is like she was not good acting wise for those. Yeah. Uh, I, at least like this movie was like the characters or the acting was the acting felt professional in these compared to that. That's that's the best way but to sum up. What that, I'm that's saying. why I said the CGI yeah. Resident Evil yeah. movies. <laughs> like but part of it though yeah. is like those movies aren't. Uh, they're trying something. They're 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 going out of their way to do something weird, right? Mm-hmm. It's they're they're putting themselves out there more. This movie was very safe. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if I can say that it's better, because it's like okay, you flubbed tossing the ball five feet, but those guys over there tried to do a shot put, right? Mm-hmm. They had a higher bar to clear, and they missed too. But I kind of respect the attempt at trying something more complex, whereas mm-hmm. this was as cookie cutter and as standard as it got, and it still sucked. <laughs> so they fumbled uh, the football. I think really also ex- we've just except, we've come yeah. to the death of like just uh, just generally speaking as like in the film industry, we've slowly started to come to the death of like just one hero like action movie type stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel like the generic, like, one man saves all in this action movie by himself type movies are starting to die out a bit. Because um, you even, you even well, get, even like, with, like, John Wick, that's, like, one of the most critically acclaimed ones. Like, a, lo- a lot of people got tired of with Parabellum. They were like, oh, yeah, we get it. It's John Wick. He's going to survive. And, like, yeah. it's Here's just, the thing. Yeah. It's one thing if it's an origin story. And this is, like, as much as I don't like superhero movies, it's one thing if it's an origin story. It's another thing for it to be a full-blown action film, right? Well, I, you for, can like, have that both. Single, for that single, that, but, like, you know what I mean? The single character main character saves all it's like it's Mm -hmm. fine if it's an origin story but for a lot of the action movies now you have to have more than that just main character yeah exactly yeah and like i said we're in the era where i guess superhero movies are quote-unquote ruining the industry because or superhero media because superhero is the new like vampire and like i guess 
It is. It's yeah. it's, it's it's the new fad it's right now. Saturated and yeah. I'm I'm done with it personally. I'm tired of the tropes that go along with it, yeah. which is why I'm not really engaging in superhero media anymore. And eventually, but, like, like it used to be vampires and zombies, now it's superheroes. Like something else will come along our, eventually. So there there was a teen dystopian genre there for a while. Oh like, yeah, oh, man, that yeah. fell off a like, cliff with, real fast. <laughs> with Divergent, Divergent came out, and yeah. Then, well, I say it was Divergent and The Hunger Games, and then that was it. The Hunger Games yeah. actually started out well. They started out like the first movie but there was, was a okay. Lot of books, especially. Yes. it was a yeah. boom in the novel. And like Harry Potter as well around that time too. Yeah. So that was a big like, teen novel. I wouldn't say even teen dystopian, but like young adult teen novels into movies. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. Yeah. See, and now it's like comic books, right? So. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. it might be What's something next? else. Like it might be. I'm. I'm. I. I told Uchi this previously. I'm leaning towards anime. I'm thinking we're gonna start seeing a lot of anime movies soon, and like done like Good. in the Hollywood say, way. I just want to say, like with the movie, the teen novel to movie thing. Like I mean, in the last thirteen years, we had, and if this is movies, TV shows. We had Vampire Diaries, Twilight, Harry Potter, uh, Divergent, Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Mm-hmm. And his like, his dark materials, like Maze Runner, Maze Runner, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Shadow Games or whatever, Shadow. Oh, Rock, Shadow Hunter or whatever, or whatever. yeah. Chad, thank you, Shadow. But all those, it was just like all that in like the last ten years. Oh, the, all, the so. originals as well was part of that too. Yeah, yeah, the you're right. I don't think is is it off a book or is it off a uh, the of the originals is. It's not a spin-off of Vampire. Di- it's supposed to be the origin story for Vampire Diaries. So like well, yeah, but the Vampire original Diaries vampires. Is based off of the books. Yeah, so, so the like, Vampire the, Diaries is off the book. Yeah, but the originals I think was canon in fa- I I can't remember how it worked. I just remember my sister canon, was into it. But I don't think it's based off of a book. So yeah, I don't anyways, know. I have no idea. Up. I don't know. Yes, let's uh, wrap it up. Point is, yes, I'm uh, like I told I I made this bet with Uchi already. Uchi kind of agrees with me. Because we're slowly starting to see a lot of, you know, power of friendship tropes and stuff like that kind of seep in more. It's just so I'm I'm saying anime probably would start taking over soon, like anime type stories. It's an untapped market, mm-hmm. right, or whatever you want to call it. As long as they don't bring in the chesticle physics from the animes into the live action I don't, think, I don't care I mean that wouldn't be possible live action I would imagine so it just wouldn't look natural <laughs> um, but you know Zack Snyder's Snyder style slow-mo <laughs> for every boob <laughs> I'm just saying I wouldn't be upset if they did like a if they did a very very oh. well made and edited like CGI done perfectly like uh, Attack oh. on Titan that would be cool if they made that into live action. I just have a comment about that Zack Snyder slow-mo thing. Don't give the industry ideas. I, don't, I mean, they've probably done it before. Again, <laughs> they've probably done it before. Also, every Fast and Furious movie has close-up like slow-mo of either a butt or a chest. So that's always a thing. Sometimes it's The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> just a slow-mo bicep <laughs> That's always a thing. You always have to have the half-naked female, I don't know, like waving a flag at the starting to finish line or something. I don't know. It's just a trope at this point. Well, yeah. shall we wrap it up? Yeah, we're yeah. basically Til done. Week. Till next week when we review Army of 
Army of the Dead? Or is that, is that like, I don't know what that one. Army Whatever of something. Whatever the bad zombie movie we're yeah. reviewing yeah. next week. I don't think it's going to be bad, but we'll see. It might be bad. You might be right. But Either way, it's a zombie movie. Whatever yeah. zombie movie we're It has Batista, so I have week. hopes. Because he has charisma. So Different set of tropes set up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. It's All not right. going to be uh, Dead Don't Die. No. It might be a little more George A. Ramirez. No. <laughs> It might be a little bit more Resident Evil in that, to be honest. I'm expecting some kind of like Mortal Kombat. Uh, all right, cool. We will catch you guys next time. Bye. Later.